For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, it's Sports Biz, Sports Media right here on Believe. I am Fred Wallen. Tom Hofarth should be back next week. He is uh, stuck in Venice, California, the beautiful city near the beach that I was born in. A long time ago, and uh, Venice has some beautiful homes. Anyways, Tom's there, and uh, we're here. It's uh, 4:11 on uh, Thursday, September 17th, 2020, and uh, about 200,000 people have now died of the pandemic. And uh, we're talking sports business, sports media, right here. And there is so much to talk about uh, here in Southern California and elsewhere. But uh, in Southern California, of course, big story this week: uh, Clippers, Clippers, Clippers. What's going on? You're up three games to one. And in the next three games, you got big second half leads and you find a way to blow it. So obviously changes are going to be made. I don't know which direction they're going to take. Um, Maybe a point guard. I don't think Lou Williams will be back after his uh, strip joint routine as he left uh, the bubble. And of course, uh, had to be quarantined when he came back. So I think that will... uh, be on the minds of uh, Steve Ballmer and the rest of the organization. I don't know what happened in the second half, but I mean, the two best players, two of the 10 or top 10, top 15 players in the league, and Paul George and Leonard played horribly in the second half in all three games. Clippers were up three games to one. This club, this franchise in 50 years has never made the conference finals. Never. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a jinx or whatever it is, but uh, again, when you're up by 12 or 19 or 17 in the second half in the in the uh, uh, fifth, sixth, and seventh games, uh, don't you think you might hold on to one of those three times? Uh, I don't know. It's sports biz, sports media. Which uh, moves would you make? What moves would you make if uh, you're Steve Bomber of the Clippers? Uh, email us sportsfred at aol.com. Sportsfred at aol. L.com. Um, again, I don't take the season seriously anyways, because, of course, there's the big break. 80% of the games played uh, before the uh, March, thir- March 13th the pandemic stoppage. And then, uh, uh, of course, it's awfully tough to come back. So I don't take it seriously. If Lakers win, great. If they if they don't win, great. doesn't really matter. It, it, it's always going to be an asterisk as far as I think most sports fans are concerned. It's Nobody's going to take it all that seriously. Baseball. 60 games, but at least all the clubs started at point zero. So it wasn't like you played 80 games and then took four months off and then played the, the remaining games, 80%, uh, and then played the remaining 20%. So baseball, to me, means a little bit more, but it doesn't mean anything any, anyways. On Wednesday, the Dodgers clinched a playoff slot. And by the way, since we're talking baseball now, um, the um, states of Texas and California Houston and Texas, Houston and Dallas, and uh, uh, Los Angeles and San Diego will hold, host the playoffs as far as uh, the uh, playoffs in Major League Baseball are concerned. And then Globe Life Stadium in Texas will uh, hold uh, the World Series. And uh, so I don't know what that means. Uh, 
And uh, the bottom line is it's going to be tough to take baseball seriously, too. But it's a little bit more seriously, I think, than uh, uh, the NBA or the NHL. Because, again, there was the break in the middle or break it again at the 80% mark. Uh, what do you think? Sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. All right, elsewhere in sports, as indicated, the Dodgers did clinch on Wednesday. Do they have enough starting pitching? Do they have enough relief pitching? i got to be honest with you. I don't trust Kenley Jansen uh, in the ninth inning of a close game. I know he's got the heart ailment, and, uh, you know, he's just not what he was years ago. He's getting older. You know, he's putting his life on the line anyways with the heart that he has when he goes on the, uh, the mound. But uh, he's not what he was before. But Dave Roberts is in a situation where he doesn't want to cause discord as far as the clubhouse is concerned. And, and Kenley, I think, is liked by a lot of the players. So he's not going to make a switch. He's not going to hurt, try to hurt uh, uh, Kenley Jansen. But he is not a top-notch closer at this time. Of course, the six runs he gave up a couple of nights ago against the Padres, something not to be forgotten. And certainly that can happen uh, in the playoffs just as easily. He's not dominant. He's not overpowering. His uh, cutter is just not what it was before. His fastball is not what it was before. He's not what he was before. People just, you know, grow up and uh, they go on to other things. He's not a stopper, and uh, not that a lot of teams at this point have stoppers. Uh, Padres actually have a darn good uh, uh, bullpen, and, you know, we're talking Los Angeles, we're talking Southern California. The Padres certainly might be among the top three or four teams in baseball. You know, if you got a left side of the infield of Tatis and Machado, that's not bad. There are very few clubs in baseball among the 30 that uh, can top Machado and Tatis on the left side of the infield. Think about it. I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. And again, um, uh, no fans, of course, uh, in uh, Major League Baseball. In football, uh, certain stadiums do have fans. On Sunday at AT&T in Dallas, uh, the Cowboys will let 20, I think 20, 25% in. So 20, 25,000 people will be there. Um, and the real bad news, of course, at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City uh, last week, um, they let fans in and one has tested positive for the virus. It doesn't mean necessarily he got it at the game or she got it at the game because obviously we don't know who it was and we don't know how many people he passed or she passed it to, but uh, he did have one uh, positive case uh, and uh, it was on Wednesday that we discovered that. So uh, to me, there's no way I would uh, allow fans anywhere near a game as much as we love sports. I'd love your thoughts right here on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Do you think that uh, Major League Baseball, the NBA, whatever, should allow uh, fans in? So far, um, you know, as far as the NBA is concerned, I think they're going to allow a few fans as far as uh, the uh, championship round is concerned. Not positive, but I think so. Uh, in the NFL, again, I don't know how many stadiums. I think Jacksonville allowed some fans. Again, Arrowhead and AT&T for sure. There might be three or four mo- other stadiums around the NFL, the 32 clubs that are going to allow fans in the stadium. So it's going to be an interesting scenario, no question about that. Um, all right, so the Dodgers don't have necessarily a closer. Uh, Ferguson now out uh, for at least a year if he comes back at all, a very, very serious uh, injury. And, of course, he already had Tommy John surgery, and and, uh, 
he's a good pitcher. And so that's a major loss for the Dodgers. And we speak uh, hamstring pull um, Pollock. And uh, Pollock's playing very well for the Dodgers. And as we speak, uh, uh, Jock Peterson is again uh, waiting for his uh, his wife to have the baby. So he's not uh, with the club at this moment in time. Dodgers, of course, uh, again, have clinched it yesterday, clinched everything yesterday on Wednesday, uh, September 16th, so uh, they're okay, but uh, you obviously want to end up with the best record in baseball, and they're three and a half games ahead of San Diego in the division, so they probably will still make it there. Um, again, Pollock's playing well, but now with the hamstring. Um, Muncy's under 200, but I think he's got 10 home runs. Uh, Peterson certainly... Uh, not the Jack Peterson of the 36 home runs of last season. Mookie Betts, certainly around the 300 mark. You could make a case he's MVP. I don't think he'll get it, but you could certainly make a case he is uh, MVP in the uh, National League. Um, email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And again, uh, Tom Hoforth will be back with us. Uh, Tom Hoforth of the Sports uh, Business Journal and the... Uh, a Los Angeles Business Journal, and he'll be back with us hopefully next week. And uh, what else can we talk about? We can talk about the Angels. Um, Tommy Lestrada playing so well for uh, the Oakland A's. Uh, I don't think he struck out like in a month. No, not a month, but it's a few weeks. He has not even struck out. And he's hitting the ball hard. I don't know why the Angels got rid of him. He's a very talented player. You can always use a talented player. And you take a look at the Dodgers. They got like... Six center fielders, and you know, let's go back to them and say Peterson is not a bad center fielder. If you take a look at it, he's the sixth best center fielder on the Dodgers. If you put Hernandez and Taylor and Pollock and Betts and Bellinger, so Peterson's the sixth best on the Dodgers, but he's still a pretty good center fielder. So, just because uh, Estrella's not going to start all the time for the Angels, why get rid of him? Okay, so you know, want to pay him, but the point is. He's a very talented player, and he's playing very well for the A's. And the A's are obviously playing much better than the Angels. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the Angels. And again, uh, Artie spends money, but sometimes uh, you wonder, you know, when he tries to save money, if he's saving it in the right place. Uh, Pitching-wise, gosh, are they in trouble. Up till last night, Dylan Bundy uh, had pitched exceptionally well as a starter for the Angels. Last night, he was just clobbered. And... um, uh, what else behind him? Haney? I don't know. Uh, off and on. Uh, but they don't have any. And, and, and Tehran? No, he's done. Um, so the Angels need about two or three top-notch starting pitchers. And uh, then Artie's going to have to pay for them. It's going to be an interesting offseason for the uh, Artie Marino-led uh, Los Angeles Angels, in my thoughts anyways. Uh, we can discuss that by emailing us at sportsfred at AO.com, sportsfred at AO.com. Um, Pac-12 on college uh, football and basketball. Um, Okay, so now Gavin Newsom, governor of California, indicates that uh, uh, it's okay from his perspective uh, to have scrimmages and games in California, but the counties also have to say yes, and I don't think Ventura and L.A. County have said yes. I'm not sure about I don't think Alameda County has said yes and the other counties up north. And beyond that, there's fires going on all the time. So certainly just from a point of view of uh, breathing in what we used to call smog 40 years ago, 50 years ago in California, uh, would you allow the games to go on? The Big Ten made a fatal mistake. 
uh, what they sh- they should have stuck to what they said in August, no no football season, but they didn't, and they got maneuvered and they got pushed by people, and you know some in the conference itself. I mean, so Iowa, Nebraska, and Ohio State uh, kept screaming to uh, Commissioner Kevin Warren that we want football. Some of the players did, a lot of the families did. But Kevin Warren was right in the first place. There should not be a Big Ten football season. There should not be a Pac-12 football season. We should lead the way, not follow the other conferences. Now, it, it's, a, it's a question of greed on one side and common sense on the other. So who's going to win most of the time, greed or common sense? Greed in this country. So, uh, you know, I'm very disappointed in the Big Ten, and if the Pac-12 plays... Uh, I'm going to be disappointed also, and I'm not sure how the Pac-12 can play with what's happening in the state of Oregon and the state of California at this moment. These fires don't seem to want to go out, so I don't know what's going to happen. Now, basketball, they're saying uh, around Thanksgiving, same point. If it's in a bubble, maybe, but certainly uh, I'm not allowing fans, uh, uh, as far as basketball is concerned, uh, just too dangerous. And uh, again, 200,000 people have died, and, you know, athletes obviously are in great shape. They're also young and younger. So if they get it, they could be asymptomatic and they could pass it to a thousand people and they could pass it to a thousand people. That's the problem with this darn virus. And so people say, and certainly I play around on Facebook a lot. There are people on Facebook who say, well, how many, how many sports guys have died? Well, they're young. doesn't mean they haven't killed other people by passing the disease to other people. So you're not going to play football where people are hitting each other and touching each other and tackling each other and spitting on each other. And uh, you're going to assume that uh, nobody's going to pass it to somebody else. You're going to, And again, the magic is that uh, both the Pac-12 and the Big Ten now indicate that they can uh, test in 15 minutes. So, hey, do you believe that? I don't. Um, but is it just the Big Ten and the Pac-12? What about every other business worldwide? What about every other government worldwide? They don't have a 15-minute testing system, but the Pac-12 does, and the Big Ten happens to have it. Out of nowhere, magically. Yeah, I believe it. You know, by Easter 2020, it's all going to be gone. Who said that? I forgot. And uh, magically, it's all going to go away. Yeah, sure it is. And now you're adding to this playing football? Nonsense. Horrible. Greed wins. What do you think? Uh, sportsfred at AO.com. Sportsfred at AO.com. We're with you, of course, every week right here on Believe. You can get us on TuneIn and all the apps. And uh, I'd love your emails again. Sportsfred at AO.com. Sportsfred at AO.com. And uh, talk about anything you want to talk about. The Rams and the Chargers both uh, started last weekend uh, with victories. Chargers uh, and Rams, uh, both rather fortunate. But uh, Rams, uh, specifically, uh, Mike McCarthy of the Cowboys, if there's like uh, eight minutes left and you're like on the 13-yard line and you're down by three and you've got the offense and you've got the momentum, you don't go for a field goal there and tie it up. So he doesn't. Uh, they guess guess about to get about uh, two on a short pass and the Rams take over and the Cowboys never score again. But... Um, that was a mistake by Mike McCarthy in his first uh, 
attempt as head of the Cowboys. Of course, they get eight years for Jason Garrett, and they got sick of Garrett. Well, if more decisions like that by Mike McCarthy, the former Green Bay coach, uh, and they're going to be sick of him very, very soon also, I think. Uh, as far as the Chargers are concerned, uh, uh, Joshua Kelly from UCLA certainly played very well, fourth-round pick. He only played two years of uh, football for UCLA, not healthy uh, for both of those two seasons. By the way, talking about former UCLA uh, players, of course, uh, dropped uh, by Miami. Josh Rosen is now on the uh, practice squad of uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks, so maybe he'll replace uh, Tom Brady at some point when Brady finally gives it up. He didn't play too well in his very first game, although he did score a rushing touchdown right at the beginning. And also Cam Newton, who replaced Brady in New England, also scored in a rushing touchdown uh, in the first couple of minutes of that in his game, too. So rather interesting, I think. On this day in sports history, before we say good night to you, um, rather big day. In 1953, on September 17th, uh, Ernie Banks became the first black baseball player to wear a Chicago Cubs uniform. He retired in 1971, of course, uh, known as Mr. Cub. He passed away, I think, in 2015. In 1961, on this day, on September 17th, uh, Minnesota Vikings uh, started as the new National Football League uh, Club in Minnesota. And, of course, in the 70s, how many times they beat the Rams in the playoffs? Uh, in 1983, on this date, uh, Thursday, uh, what well, didn't have to be a Thursday, on September 17th, uh, in 1983, Johnny Bench of the Reds retired after 16 years as a catcher and, of course, a Hall of Famer. In 1983, on September 17th, Carl Yastrzemski of the Red Sox uh, broke Hank Aaron's Major League record for games played when he started his uh, 3,299th game. Of course, that uh, record is no longer held by uh, Carl. I, in 1984, Reggie Jackson hit his... Uh, 500th uh, career home run. It was exactly 17 years from the day he hit his first major league home run. And in 2004, the quiet one, Barry Bonds of the Giants, hit his uh, 700th home run. Of course, he went on to hit uh, 762. I indicated uh, when he had tied it at 756, I said, wouldn't be the great thing if he just retired at this point and tied uh, Henry Aaron at 756. Wouldn't that be a, a novel idea? Wouldn't that uh, change the attitude of people uh, around the baseball world and the sports world about Barry Bonds? He didn't do it, of course. He went on to hit six more and then at uh, 762. Now the question is, is he a Hall of Famer? Well, based on numbers, of course he is. Based on drugs, he's not. Hey, everybody, this has been Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Thank you, Scott, very much for putting the show together. Tom Holforth, hopefully, will be back with us from Venice next week. And, folks, thank you for listening. Listen to all the fine shows right here on Believe. See you next week in 168 hours right here at Sports Biz Believe. Bye, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.